My name is Haley Winter. You're listening to How's the Pressure, a podcast about what goes on behind the scenes in the world of massage. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, everybody. It's another episode of How's the Pressure. I'm your host, Haley Winter, and today we're going to do something a little different. So in the past, I've mostly interviewed massage practitioners, educators, and business owners, but today is my first interview with an innovator in the field. Now, Govinda Bader is my guest, and today we're going to talk about his invention, ProSqueeze. And right before we recorded this episode, I had the honor of trying out the tool itself, or more accurately, I tried out the multi-thousand dollar 3D printed prototype, since it's not in production yet. And after I tried it, I promptly told Govinda that I needed one at my own home because I liked it so much. And I'm naturally a curious person, so although we talk about the tool itself, what really interested me was the inspiration behind the invention. So what causes that first idea to spark? And then when you have that spark, what lets someone push through all the inertia to actually follow through? Now I know Myself, I've had one or two good ideas, only to let them simmer on the back burner and slowly fade away. And of course, there are those times when I've even taken a step or two towards my goal, only to get overwhelmed and give up. I have a sneaky suspicion that I'm not alone in that experience. So it's from that frame of mind in which I approach this interview, and hopefully listening to this will get you inspired to take on that idea that has been sitting in the back of your mind. So without much further ado, I give you my conversation with Govinda Bader. All right, so today we have Govinda. Welcome, Govinda. Thanks, glad to be here. Yeah, I've been really excited to have you on because it's not every day you get the chance to talk to someone who's invented something. Cool. And I get to do that. So tell me a little bit about the story of how you invented ProSqueeze. Right. Well, I started doing body work 14 years ago. And pretty early on in my career, I started developing uh, pain issues in my forearms and my hands and my wrists. And I got really scared about my ability to continue my career, which was an expensive career. I'm a rolfer. Um, and I started looking for different ways to change up the way I worked, uh, to, to see less clients in a day, to use self-massage tools to alleviate my tension issues. I saw a lot of other body workers, I paid for expensive massages, I did trades, and I just realized that I was really struggling with uh, the sustainability of my career, and I was worried that I wasn't going to be able to keep it going. So the thing that I found the most helpful was actually having friends and colleagues of mine just step on my forearms. That felt the best, got in the deepest, that really addressed the tension that was building up. But the problem was I was having to rely on someone else to be there, or I was having to rely on paying someone, and that part of it didn't totally work for me. I wanted to be able to release my tension at the end of my day on my own. And so I started brainstorming, how can I create some tool that would do that? And so, you know, I went through using like a, an orange, a manual orange juicing machine, <laughs> putting some <laughs> foam in between it and squeezing my forearm. That didn't work out so well, but I was on the right track. Uh, and then I actually found a tool at Home Depot, like a, a, a industrial woodworking clamp and put some Velcroed, some, uh, pinky balls that were cut in half onto that 
And that actually gave me the kind of pressure that I was looking for. But it was a really clunky tool. It didn't it didn't really work in all the other ways. But it, it, the pressure is what it proved to me. It was what I was wanting and a squeezing type of pressure. So that's the, the and then I just started, I, then I hired an engineer and started redesigning uh, a new tool that could give me that kind of squeeze, sustained squeezing pressure that felt so good on my forearms. So you reverse engineered a construction clamp, essentially, and re-engineered it to make it comfortable and usable and user-friendly. Exactly. Yeah, I needed to make it so that it was a lot lighter and it just fit on more places on your body. So it doesn't just work on the forearms. You can use it on your, your legs, your quads, your IT bands, your calves, your shins, your feet. Um, and so those tools just didn't have very much uh, versatility to them. So I had to engineer just more possible ways of using it and making it lightweight and other features like that. Yeah, we just uh, we, I got the chance to try out ProSqueeze before we had this conversation. And what you're speaking to about having people step on your forearms or step on you to give that deep pressure, yeah. a deep release, that was exactly what I felt come through. It was not only deep, but it was sustainable. I could just lay there and the pressure just continued. Yeah. And that's something you're not used to that's unless great. you have someone have their, their full body weight on you if they're stepping on you. Can you speak a little bit about the, the pressure and how it's created? Like, how does it work? So the pressure is actually based on emulating what it's like to have someone step on your forearm. So it gives you kind of a clamp-like squeeze. And so you only have to give a few squeezes of the handle in order to create you know, 15, 20 pounds of pressure pretty easily. And then that pressure holds. And that's the thing that creates a release. So when we're out there doing massage therapy, when we anchor our forearm in someone's, you know, tight hamstring or something like that, it's, it's pressure. Pressure and some movement is what creates the release. And so this tool is about creating pressure so that someone ha- doesn't have to do it for you. You can do it to yourself, but you don't have to work hard. That's the big thing that I wanted to create was how can I release my forearm tension without having to work hard with one of my forearms, let's say, to release the tension in my other forearm. A lot of these massage tools out there, uh, you have to actually exert the energy in order to create the release, whether that's rolling around on a ball or rolling around on a foam roller. You actually have to do all the work. Or if you have to take your own elbow and dig it into your own hand or your own forearm, uh, that's a lot of energy. Yeah, it's, it's convenient and thoroughly pleasurable. Totally. I mean, when I, when I squeezed it on my hand, it was like everything I wanted it to be. When nice. you're done with a long day That's of great. massaging people and you have that, that right in between your thumb and your palm, you want to get in there. It was just pleasurable. That's so great. So what was the most challenging thing about producing? Obviously you had to invent it, which is his own tough thing, right. right? You have to come up with the idea, the inspiration, but then the actual production of it. We have a prototype right here. Yeah. So how does, what is the most difficult thing about this thing sitting in front of me right now? Just the engineering was incredibly complex. I learned so much about engineering. I did not realize how many trade-offs there are in engineering. In order to get it lightweight, you have to sacrifice things. In order to get it a certain size, you have to get. You have to sacrifice things in order to get all the features that I wanted. There were just so many trade-offs and decisions that I had to make, and I wanted it all. So I wanted this to be a great tool, but I had to really sacrifice certain things and realize there are just limitations to engineering. So I just went. I mean, it, we engineered this thing for two years, so I went back and forth on many different prototypes. We three D printed multiple times to just get it to feel right in your hand and be lightweight and good size and the right amount of clamp force. 
So what you're saying is you can't just go out to Home Depot and recreate this? No, no way. I tried. If there was a way to do that, I would have done it three years ago. <laughs> so I'm wondering, can you tell me a little bit about like the turning points in the shape of your career to what led you to this point? Because yeah, sure. having seen you and, and, and talked to you about this invention, it's clear to me that this is not something that has just sprung out of thin air. There's there's a backstory to all of this. I'm curious about your professional trajectory. Sure. Uh, well, my first degree is in business, so that's what I studied in my undergraduate. And uh, that was in the late 90s, so that was around the time that the dot-com boom was happening. So I went kind of straight into working for internet companies and um, did that for about four years and just realized my heart wasn't in it. I just didn't really feel like I was sharing who I was and getting much satisfaction from that work. So I left it without even knowing what I was going to do. At that time, I was pretty into yoga. So I knew I wanted to do something that was around movement and bodies and helping people. Um, I had two yoga teacher friends who actually mentioned rolfing to me. I'd never even heard of it. And um, I ended up on their website and just became really inspired. And like a month later, I was in Boulder and I did their year-long training to become a certified rolfer. So that was the first transition from the business world uh, into rolfing. And I was a rolfer and still am a rolfer actually for uh, 14 years now. Um, and I love doing body work. It's really one of my favorite things to do. I'm just passionate about um, understanding like how postural patterns work, helping people resolve like tension and pain issues. And then now I'm also an entrepreneur. So I'm creating this company and this product. So I, yeah, I do a lot of things. Yeah, how do you identify professionally when someone comes up and talks to you? Do you, do you say I'm a rolfer or do you pick one of them depending on who you're talking to? It, uh, yeah, I think it depends what if like who calls me on the, on the phone. You know, if they call saying, oh, I want to schedule a rolfing session with you, then um, yeah, I'll say great. So I don't really, I don't necessarily say, well, you know, you want rolfing, yeah. but I've got this product <laughs> and I have a degree in business. So yeah, I pretty much tailor it to who it is. To who I'm it is. To. But this is, brings up an interesting question because I run into this myself where let's say you don't have any context with the person. You meet someone at a gathering and they're just asking, who are you? Yeah. What do you do? I'd probably say I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah, and I like helping people. Hmm. So you have a business degree. I do. How do you think that has informed the way you've developed your practice? I think my business degree has really helped uh, build a practice. I've never struggled with that. And understanding business and marketing and even accounting, those uh, skills have really helped me just, you know, create a website and create marketing, uh, you know, brochures and business cards and and just have a way to you know say succinctly what I do. And do you think it gave you a degree of confidence in taking that on? Is that I think that's probably true. I never really thought about it that way, but yeah, maybe a degree of confidence, confidence and competence. I mean, create building a website. I mean, I started b- building my website way back before I was even certified. And I mean, web presence really helps. I mean, you know, part of Google's algorithm is about, you know, how long your website's been around. Mine's been around since, you know, 2002, probably, Hmm. uh, my bodywork website. So that that helps you move up the rankings. And so knowing about, you know, search engine optimization, not every bodyworker knows about search engine optimization. Um, And so having those skills to, you know, market myself uh, has definitely made a big difference in keeping my practice full. Yeah. And just talking to you, I actually pick up that you're so comfortable with not only the terms and the terminology, but the the pathways of how you go about doing it. Right. That 
you have no fear with yeah. it. I talk to a lot of people and there's, there's resistance because of, of a learning curve and it feels overwhelming. And I see absolutely none of that with you. I don't have that. It's, it's interesting to hear that from you because I don't, that I don't, I don't have that at all. Actually, I've always been pretty bold at putting myself out there and trying new things. Um, and I guess my question is, is that business school or is that you? That's a good question. I don't know. Probably some of both. I mean, I, when I have confidence in knowing something, it gives me a little bit more courage to put myself out there. But I, you know, I probably do have a little bit of just like a, um, a boldness that's just maybe in my character that's not necessarily about you know, learning the ins and outs of HTML coding or you know <laughs> yeah. spreadsheets that track your you know your weekly income or whatever. So, what advice would you give to a massage therapist that is experiencing fear or overwhelm in trying something new or uncomfortable in building their practice? Well, get support. I would say, yeah, it really helps to have someone who really knows how to do, let's say, the marketing. A lot of body workers don't necessarily know how to build websites, so get support, outsource things that you're not comfortable with, um, and then you know, work on those fears. Like sometimes it takes doing some inner work to find out, like, what are our fears about? Is it about, is it about failing? Is it about being embarrassed or you know not putting something out there that's going to be you know appealing to people. So I mean sometimes that's an inside job, and sometimes that's about just getting support from people who actually do know how to write good marketing copy or create a really beautiful looking website. So I noticed that when I used it on my forearm earlier and I moved my hand around, it essentially mimicked pin and stretch. Yeah, pin and stretch is what this tool is all about. It's about creating pins passively using the tool rather than exerting effort to create the pins. So for people who don't know what pin and stretch is, it's where the massage therapist kind of digs a knuckle or a thumb or an elbow in some tight tissue, say like a forearm, and then has the client just make a little movement with their wrist, a little flexion and extension. And then that focuses the stretch, it concentrates it right to the place where the pin is, which is where the tension needs releasing the most. So I know that you know, you're coming out of the bodywork background, and you designed this to help you with your bodywork woes, shall we say. Right. So obviously this is for massage therapists, but who else is this for? It's for so many other people besides massage therapists. I really want massage therapists to feel the benefits of it because I just know what it's like to see a bunch of clients in a day and to have all this tension built up from working so hard. But there are so many other applications for this tool from computer users and smartphone users. I mean, the way we are interface with technology these days, we're constantly doing things with our arms and hands. I mean, sitting in front of a computer mousing creates a lot of tension in your forearms and your hands and your wrists. So how can people order one? Right now it's live on Kickstarter, so you can log on to Kickstarter and check it out. And there are lots of pictures and videos, and you just get a much fuller sense of what it can do. And you can pre-order one. I'm going to be delivering it in a few months. And you get a pretty steep discount from the price that it's going to be when it launches in retail. And now that you have become an inventor on top of all of your other accolades, what's next for you? I don't really know. We'll see where this thing goes. But I've got another idea for another massage tool. So that thing's percolating in the back, in the background for sure. Does it have a name yet? It has a name, but I'm going to keep that under wraps. Okay. That's the domain name. It's pretty cool sounding. All right. Yeah. So it's Project Massage X Factor. Massage X. All right. Call it that. Cool. Well, maybe next time I have you on, I'll, I'll be interviewing you about your next 
invention. Once I've got the patent filed, then I'll be happy to talk about it. All right, good. I'll have my people talk to your people. Nice. Sounds good. All right, well, thank you so much for joining me, Govinda. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today. If you enjoyed the episode, please go ahead and review it on iTunes. And if you have any questions that you had wished I had asked or topics you want me to cover in the future, please visit the website at www.housethepressure.com where you can send me an email and hopefully I can include it. Until next time, be good and be well. <laughs>